Excellent. Good morning, boys and girls. Good morning, boys and girls. That's a bit more like it. Let's give a round of applause to our boys and girls taking part this morning. Well done, everyone. You looked excellent. But I hate to drop the tone a little bit, guys, but did you hear the urgent news in the newspapers this week? Did you not hear about it? I, I was reading about it just earlier on, actually. Um, Edinburgh Council have come out saying all primary and secondary schools are instead of getting two weeks of Christmas holidays, only one. All children are to return on the 2nd of January. Edinburgh Council have apologized for the late notice of this change, but have said, I'm sure our pupils will be encouraged to spend more time studying. Boys and girls, what do we think about this news? Fair enough. Um, parents. What do you think about this news? Be honest. Ah, I thought so. Uh, any teachers in the room? What do you think of this news? Uh, it's a bit of a mixed opinion. Well, you'll be happy to know, boys and girls, that was just made up. Relief. Christmas holidays are back on. Don't worry about that. But it does show you the impact news has on us, doesn't it? It shows us that it has a real impact on the way we feel about what is going on in our world. We might think, uh, this is really happy, this is really good news. Or we might think this is really bad news. And we see very different responses from different people going on. I've got some other items of news uh, over the course of this year maybe that have come. I need some volunteers who are going to help unwrap some news for me. Obviously, it's wrapped in newspaper. Uh, let's have a shepherd. Yes. You there? Yes. You come on up. Uh, can I have an angel? Oh, I've got some lovely angels over here. Yes. Do you want to come up? Excellent. Yeah. And uh, I've got a third one. Would any of the animals like to come up? Come on. Excellent. Let's give a round of applause to our kids. Excellent. Right. I have got, uh, let's give you, what's your name? Baba Fola, nice to meet you. You can unwrap your gift. There, you can unwrap yours. And there, you can unwrap yours as well. Okay, let's see what we've got in here. Expertly wrapped, I should tell you. What have we got in here? I hope you're more enthusiastic on Christmas Day about this sort of thing. <laughs> Amazing, we've got a crown. We've got a crown. We had news this year of a coronation. We had a new king on the throne, didn't we? King Charles, did you see it? In all his gear, in front of everybody. There were lots of people who were really happy about this news. But there were also some people who were really not happy about King Charles at all getting the throne. We see that news divides people. Can you do that? News I want to hear that. I want to feel the spit. News divides people. Excellent. Okay. Emma, what have you got in your present? Let's open it up. Let's see what we've got here. Oh, the anticipation is killing me. We've got a couple of legs. 
Anything else attached? <gasps> it's a baby! How appropriate for Christmas! We've got a baby. That's not how you hold a baby. There we go. Excellent. Well done, Emma. Okay. Now, boys and girls, who's got a sibling? Who's got a sibling? You know, lots of siblings in the room. Excellent. Imagine your parents told you they were expecting a baby. You were going to get a baby brother or sister. That's great news, isn't it? Well, it is good news, but you're absolutely right. Maybe that baby will get all the attention. Maybe that baby will get all the new presents and you're left with the, the rubbish ones at the side. It's kind of good news, but uh, we might not feel happy about it all of the time. Good news <sighs> divides people. Okay, third and finally, what have we got? What have we got? It's a wee one, whatever it is. Is there anything in there? Oh, we've got a trophy. Hold it up high for us. We've got a trophy. Now, we, we might hear news about a new champion or a team winning something. You know what we've got coming up this week, folks? It's Hibs versus Hearts. Oh, yes. Any Hibbies in the room? Mm, yeah, I thought so. Any Jambos? Yeah, a few more. That's better. You're on the right side of town for it. We've also got Edinburgh against Glasgow. Now, we won't talk about the result uh, the other night where uh, Glasgow might have beaten Edinburgh. But there's a rematch going on this week coming. We see two very different sets of supporters. One really happy, one really sad. Because news <sighs> divides people. Excellent. Okay, boys and girls, you can pop your gifts down on the table. Give our boys and girls a round of applause. You can take your seats. Thank you. Well done, Emma. You can take a seat. And come and see me at the end. I've got a little prize for each of you. Fantastic. I was like, where did that cow come from? Brilliant. Okay, tomorrow we are celebrating the news, the good news, that King Jesus was born in Bethlehem. And it's called good news for a reason. Because it is news. It's not a fairy tale. It's not made up. And it's not just a random fact that has happened in the course of our world. It has a real impact on it. It's an event that has changed the course of history. That is what news is. And throughout history, though, we have seen that this news, ready, <sighs> divides people. It divided people back then. And it divides people today as well. We see two very different responses to the news of King Jesus. We're going to focus on that bit of the story we saw just at the end there, under, the, under the, uh, the stage, of the wise men coming to Jesus. So if you have a Bible, you can open it up if you would like to. We're going to be looking at Matthew chapter 2, which tells us of the story of these wise men. I'm just going to read the first few verses that uh, we talked about earlier. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, magi, or wise men, from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who is born king of the Jews? 
We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. The birth has happened and God did not stay silent. What did he put in the star boy? Oh dear. What did he put in the sky, boys and girls? He put a star in the sky, didn't he? Now, why would God do something like that? Two reasons. First of all, he said he would do so. He promised to do so. In the Old Testament and in an old part, older part of the Bible, God had said a star would rise out of Judah, meaning a king was coming. So this star represented that star, Jesus, King Jesus, who was coming. Why else would he pick a star? The second reason, it's in the sky. So everybody, I mean everybody, could see it. People who were close by in Jerusalem and those far, far away in all sorts of different lands. These, three, these wise men who came would have traveled for months possibly just to get there in the end to Jerusalem and on to Bethlehem. Far and wide, God has spread his good news of King Jesus coming to earth. But this news, back in Matthew 2, oh, we need one more. We're losing energy, guys. We've got the lull. We're bringing it back. Divides people. Let's think about Herod first, King Herod. How did King Herod react to this news? In verse 3, it says that he was disturbed. He was worried. He was scared. He was terrified. Let me see your worried faces. <gasps> Let me see your worried faces. <gasps> now, why was Herod so worried about a baby? Probably not wearing this outfit, but why was Herod worried about a baby? Was he terrified of toddlers? Would he, would he have cried at a crash? No, it wasn't because of the fact that it was a baby, but because of who this baby was. He was a king. He was born a king. Now, when a royal baby is born, nobody's born a king. Even uh, like Prince Charles, and he was Prince Charles, or even Herod, when they enter the royal family, they aren't made kings. They're princes or princesses, aren't they? But not this one. King Jesus was born king. He is God's promised king who has come. But rather than celebrating this good news, Herod sees this as bad news. King Herod, he'd worked hard for his crown. He'd got rid of a lot of people in order to be king. He'd fought his way to be king. But he wasn't the true king. And Herod didn't like this one bit. He wanted the power for himself, not somebody else. And he was scared <gasps> that he was going to lose his crown. So he's worried. Let me see your worried faces again. <gasps> and then he will not worship. I want you to cross your arms and give a big shake of the head. He will not worship the king. In verse 8, it says he secretly calls back the wise men. And he says, go and find this King Jesus. And come and tell me where he is. And I want to come and worship him. Now, do we think Herod is telling the truth here? No, not at all. He doesn't want to come and worship. 
He wants to get rid of King Jesus. He wants to get rid of this threat to his throne, his crown. Herod was worried, and he would not worship. Good news, ready, divides people. Now let's think about the wise men instead. When they saw the star again, thanks Mark, loving your work. When he saw the star again and they follow all the way to Bethlehem, verse 10, it says that they rejoiced. But more than that, they rejoiced exceedingly. But more than that, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. Can I get the biggest fist bump you've got? Yes! Times that by a thousand percent. That is how much joy these wise men are experiencing. The greatest news that they have ever come across. And it is meeting this baby. But they don't just rejoice, fist bump again. Yes! They bow down. Now, make sure you don't hit the person in front of you. They do a bit of bowing. I'm not seeing much bowing. Don't worry, it's okay. It's okay, it's just an action. It's just an action. They bow down. They are saying that this baby is their king. And their worship doesn't stop there. We saw, didn't we? They brought gifts. Just like the the kind of gifts that kings would have received in the Old Testament... These wise men are bringing these gifts from all over the world because they were so joyful. We're seeing here, all of this is telling us a lot about who Jesus is. He is the perfect king, not like Herod. One who, who would never worry about someone stealing his crown because he has authority over all things. He has power over all things. One who would rule his people fairly and lovingly. But we also see that Jesus is fully God and yet also fully man. He is the perfect middleman between us and God to make us friends with God. And he can do this because of the victory that Jesus won for us. Part of his mission in becoming a baby, in coming to earth. He would grow up and tell everyone this good news that God's king has come. But this news divides people. Some would not listen, would not follow, and wanted to get rid of Jesus too. And Jesus gave up his life. He died by going to the cross, it tells us later in the Gospels. Even though he had done nothing wrong, But this is where we would see Jesus' greatest victory. Because three days later, Jesus rose again. He defeated death, never to die again. And he offers this life, this new life that he won. He won for us. If we believe that he is our king, and we believe he died in our place. You see... We are all in need of this good news today, folks. And if we we can only really celebrate this good news once we understand the bad news. And the truth is, the truth on the telly, the the truth that we see in, in the newspapers, it seems like a lot of bad news. And it all comes from the fact that we are 
inside of us broken. Every single one of us. Every single one of us goes against God's good design. We each claim to be kings of our own lives that we call the shots. But this says no to God and no to his good and perfect way. Jesus needed to come to be our perfect king, to be uh, the perfect middleman, to win the victory over death that we couldn't. And he did. This is such good news. As I said at the beginning, news is a real event that changes our world, and we need to respond. It demands a response. If the world has changed, then we need to respond to it. But this good news divides people. How are you going to respond? You can respond like Herod. You can respond and be scared. Let's see your scared faces one more time. You can be scared of this news about King Jesus and refuse to worship him. You can keep trying to be king of your own life, but Herod's reign didn't last very long, but Jesus is forever. Or you can respond like the wise men with great joy, yes! And bow down and worship him. You can make Jesus king of your life and say sorry for living by your own rules. And like the wise men, you'll find that with this great joy, you cannot keep this good news to yourself. It's for sharing. It's for everyone to know, everyone to hear that Jesus the king has come and we can worship him. This good news is for sharing with all our friends, with all our family, that they too can have Jesus as their good king. So what can you do next? Boys and girls, you can keep searching like the wise men. Keep searching for Jesus. We do that by reading God's word. We can do that in Sunday school week by week, not just at Christmas. We can do that at home as we open up his word and see what Jesus is really like. And also for some of us, for adults as well, in the new year, there is a three-part course called Hope Explored taking place, where you can find out the true meaning of what Jesus came to do here on earth. You can search and discover with great joy who Jesus is and how he can transform your life. This world has got no better news to offer. Please take it. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the good news of Christmas, that King Jesus has come and that we can worship him. Heavenly Father, thank you that our sister Enid Russell is no longer suffering. She is worshiping with Jesus. And thank you that we can also enjoy this worship together with him. Lord, help us to understand more of who King Jesus is And help us to respond with joy and with worship. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, what better way to close this good news than by singing joy to the world. Please stand as we sing joy to the world.